0: Hey everybody, happy Monday and welcome to the Well Talk Podcast. I am so excited that you joined me. Um, Thank you so much everybody for sharing, for listening, for tuning in and subscribing. I love you guys so, so much. I hope y'all have had a great start to your Monday. If you have not, you need to get up (laughs) and start being productive. Um, It is time for a new week. We're going to jump right into Um, our message today called Laugh Out Loud. Um, And so I have a question. I really want to just jump right in this morning. I don't have a lot of small talk for you. Um, Have you ever like agreed to walk somewhere instead of driving and like about halfway through the walk you start questioning your logic (laughs) when you agreed to do this? Like I don't know, have you ever, like, been at a festival or, like, agreed to walk down the street, like, to, I don't know, a store, or something, and halfway through the walk, you like, wait a minute, what was I thinking? Like, especially in the summertime, like, walks always start cool, like, they always start off cool, you know, because you sightseeing and stuff, you know, you're taking everything in, but then about halfway through the walk, you start feeling it. Like your legs start locking up, your feet start aching, <laughs> like you feel your makeup melting off, and and you start to ask yourself, what was I even thinking, yo? Like, why did I sign up for this? Why did I do this? And most importantly, how far do I have to go before I get to where we're supposed to be going? <laughs> like, this has happened to me quite a few times, and you would think I would stop volunteering to walk, but I don't. I always say, I'll walk. <laughs> But it never fails. About halfway through the walk, I start rethinking life and laughing to myself and crying at the same time to myself, trying to figure out why I signed up for this. And I think we do this because we really underestimate the effort that it's going to take and the energy that's going to be exerted to really get to where we're going. Or maybe we're just going in with too little information. You know, like we didn't ask vital questions before we agreed to walk. You know, questions like, how far is the festival from where we parked? <laughs> or how far is it to the restaurant? How many blocks? Where are we even going? That's a good question that I, I don't ask a lot. Like, where are we going again? All I know is that for me, the middle of the walk gets really hard. Like, the middle of anything is kind of trying and tiring, honestly. Because, you know, at the beginning of a thing, it's fresh. You know, you're typically super optimistic. You're hopeful. Even if you have some questions, you're pretty hopeful that the process will be relatively quick and pretty smooth. You know, and that's any scenario at the beginning of something. You know, you have some faith. And then at the end of a thing, you're just glad it's over, child. Like, you may be replaying some parts of the process, you know, and hopefully sorting through some of the lessons that you learned. You know, maybe thinking, I could have did this different, could have did that. But for the most part, you are reflective and you are relieved that it's over. But the middle, child, listen, the middle is where it takes work. The middle is where you start to lose faith. The middle is where it can start to get redundant. And the voices of doubt and the I told you so or the what are you thinking, all of those voices start to get pretty loud in your ear in the middle. The middle is where you got to kick things into high gear because thoughts of quitting start to flood your mind. Like, I know for a walk, the middle for me is tough. You know, I start to think maybe I should just turn around because this is starting to hurt. (laughs) And I don't even know how much longer I got to go. You know, I mean, I don't really want to turn around, but I don't know how much longer I have to do this. And so at least I know what's back there. You know, I'm familiar with what's back there. And at least I know how long it took to get here. The middle, the middle of the process can get tough. And I don't think I'm the only one who's gotten tired in the middle of the process. Maybe God promised you something and right about now you realize that it has not come to pass yet and you're getting tired. Like you're too tired to turn around, but you're too tired to keep walking. And so maybe you feel stuck. Maybe you feel stuck in the process to the promise. I feel you. I promise you. I feel you. I've been there. And I know another woman who could probably feel your pain, too. You see, Sarah, in the Bible, she wanted to give her husband, Abraham, a child. And Sarah went through the season where things weren't really popping off for her, you know what I'm saying? So she decided to take matters into her own hands. And that did not work out too well for her. That's a different podcast, though. But there does come a point in Sarah's story in Genesis 18 verses 9 through 15 where there is a word sent to Abraham telling him that at this time next year, Sarah would have a son. And the story goes on to tell us that while this conversation was happening, Sarah was listening in the background and she kind of laughed to herself. She laughed because she heard the promise, but she was 90 years old, past the age of being able to have a child, and she did not fail to mention that her man was also way too old. (laughs) Now, I'm sure Sarah laughed because she was right in the middle of looking around at all of these facts that were stacked up against her and I'm positive that she laughed within herself as the Bible tells us because she thought about all of her attempts to get pregnant and the fact remains that it appears that other women were getting pregnant and giving birth and she was never able to and I'm sure I'm sure that Sarah laughed because she heard what God was promising her and her husband but using her finite mind she could not even begin to wrap her thoughts around how it could happen Is there a promise that you're laughing at? Like, take inventory of your life. Be honest. I can't even see you, so you don't have to lie. Be honest. Is there a promise that you know God gave you, but deep down inside you're laughing at? Some of you, you ain't even got to think that hard. Like, is there something that God has promised you that you are in the middle of possessing? Because you know the process is just you going after it. The process that you're going through is just you possessing, right, the promise and the promised land. So is there anything that God's promised you that you are in the middle of possessing and the thought of you actually receiving it makes you laugh? And you're not laughing with excitement. Now you're laughing with doubt. Not in the ability of God. You're not doubting God's ability, but you're looking at your specific situation and you're trying to figure out how God is going to make it happen for you. I mean, you're in the middle. You know God is able. You just don't know how he's going to come through for you, per se. Like, you've seen God give people jobs before, but you ain't got the degree that they said you should have. And you looking around like, how you going to do it for me, though? Like, you see people all up and down your timeline finding bays and booze, but you're a single mama. And you only go to work, daycare, and home because that's all your schedule allows, okay, and your gas tank. OK, like and you're trying to figure out, God, how are you going to work with that? How are you going to send them? And I go to these four places every day. You know, God told you he would do it, but you're looking at the facts pertaining to you and you're trying to figure out the how. Now, one of my favorite parts of this story is when God heard Sarah laughing and he asked Abraham, he said, why? Why does she laugh? This is really in the Bible. y'all. He said, why she laugh?" And why does she ask an old why does she ask, "Can an old woman like me have a baby?" And here's the question. He said, "Is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too hard for me?" Sarah even responded to God when he asked this question, and she denied that she had been laughing. she said, "I didn't laugh." And the Lord said, "No, you did laugh." <laughs> like I heard you. you laughed. God is asking you the same question today. Is there anything too hard for me?" I believe there are a couple lessons we can learn from this story, and I'm going to point them out to you. The first thing, God heard you laugh. (laughs) Sarah denied her laughing because she was afraid of being discovered. She was afraid of her doubts and her fears being known by God. If you can't tell God how you really feel, then who can you tell? Like you're trying to walk around like you have all the faith in the world. Meanwhile, you have absolutely none. It's not helping That's not helping you. Is that helping your situation? Like, that's not helping your situation. You might be able to fool yourself, and you might be able to fool your friends and man, but you cannot fool God at all. He sees right through you. Tell him how you feel. Tell him that you are in the middle of this thing. You're in the middle of this waiting game, and that right now, faith is work for you. Tell him that you need need him to help your unbelief. Like, help the part that you're struggling with. There is no need to fake it. If God can't be trusted with our innermost thoughts and fears, then we are in bigger trouble than we could have ever imagined. For real. And you telling him how you feel, it does not stop your blessing. And you telling him how you feel will not offend him either. He already knows. He just wants you to see him as a good, good father. And he wants you to express yourself to him. That's what being in relationship with someone means. That you're not just walking around acting like it's cool when it's not. He is big enough and he is God enough to handle how you feel. Tell him. He already heard you laugh. He know you laughed. He gonna call it out too. (laughs) So tell him why you laughed. Tell him about the part that you just are having trouble with believing. Tell him. The second thing, God knows the facts. He knows exactly where you are at this very moment. He knows your credit score. He knows your marital status. He knows the plan that you have for your life. He knows your age, your family history. He knows your resume. He knows the classes that you took, that you dropped out in, the classes that you're about to take again. Like, He knows all of that. He knows the mistakes that you made. He knows what you said. He knows about the text message that you sent. He knows about that nasty email you sent to somebody. And none of it matters to him. He is God. He overrides everything and everybody on any given day. So you spitting facts at him does not scare him, nor does it tie his hands. Like the facts of your situation may stress you out, but God cannot be stressed out. He only wants you to tell him the facts so that they'll be fresh on your lips as he performs your miracle. (laughs) Like right after you finish stating facts, he wants you to look up and see your miracle manifest. I'm telling you, facts does not move God. Faith moves God. You don't have to worry about what he's going to think about you or what his response is going to be. He he knows you're human. He knows that you can't even begin to comprehend the things that he has for you and the way that he works. The Bible says that his ways are so much higher than ours. Like you can't even begin to understand how he works. And he knows that. So he understands that there are sometimes in the process that we're going to get frustrated. He already knows that, but he wants more more importantly and most importantly, he wants you to come to him and explain to him how you feel and what you're thinking and what you're experiencing and going through. He knows your facts. He knows the facts of your life and it still does not tie him. Can't nobody box God in. He's sovereign. He's sovereign. That means he has the final say over every single thing. Nothing boxes God in. So don't think that your facts, the facts of your life and the facts of your situation will, because it won't. It will not. Like, I need you to know that God is not bound by what usually happens. God can stretch the limits. He can make unheard of events occur for you. He can cause you to be successful whether or not people in your family suffer defeat or not. I know you may be in the middle of your situation right now, but do not let that cause you to wipe your hands of God. Do not let that cause you to turn around and go back the way you came from. Or go back to what's comfortable. He who promised is faithful. Hear me when I say it. And I'm, I'm praying over me too. Like I'm saying this to myself. He who promised is faithful. Sometimes we got to remind ourselves of that. I know it feels like you let he left you to dry, But he has not. You're just in the middle. That's all. I know it seems like he's forgotten about you. He hasn't. You're just in the middle. That's all. And in the middle is where you really gauge your strength. Like in the middle is where you may have to regroup and you may got to talk to yourself, but you know you've come too far to turn around. Like you can't give up. You may not know how much longer you have to go, but you have to know who's holding your hand. Like you're just in the middle. That's all. It ain't over. Keep walking. Even if you got to take a break and regroup, that might look like pulling back. It might look like getting off of social media for a couple of days or maybe taking the evening to just not accept any phone calls. Maybe you just need to get your mind right. Maybe you need to write in your journal. Maybe you need to have just a worship night. Like, do what you need to do. But let me be your hype man, girl. I got your back. Listen, you are in the middle. It's almost over. This is the intense part because you're about to hit promise. You're about to hit problems. I remember, I remember when I was having Kaden, And if you're a mom, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. I was having Kaden. I was in labor with Kaden, And I would have these really, really bad contractions. And they'll start off pretty bad. But then there was one point in the contraction that it, like, got real bad. Like, I was going to lose my mind back. <laughs> like, almost like a roller coaster. Like, the the top, the very at the very peak of it, it got really, really intense. And then it kind of... You know, leveled off a little bit went away. I could catch my breath again. So it is with you. You are in labor with something. <laughs> you're in labor with the promise that God is giving you. You're in labor with the vision that God is gave, giving you to birth. Like you're in the labor room, labor and delivery right now. And I know it feels like you're in the middle of that contraction. I know it feels like you're in the middle of labor, but it's okay. You have to keep going you got to stop. You got to regroup. You got to breathe. You got to get your mind right. You got to let somebody talk in your ear and tell you you can do it. Like, I'm your hype man, girl. I told you. I got you. You are not going to lose. This is the intense part because you are about to hit promise. You're about to give birth to what God has promised you. Like, you feel like you're about to lose it because you are about to gain what he's promised you. This ain't got nothing to do with the enemy. Notice I ain't bring him up the whole time. He can't have nothing that God God has already spoken over you. This this has to do with endurance. How bad do you want it? Like when, when I was giving birth to Kaden, mommies, when y'all are giving birth to y'all babies, it's a point you can't turn back. <laughs> like it is what it is now. You just gotta push. Like it is what it is now. You just gotta go through labor. Like you just gotta, you gotta take that L. You just gotta do it, right? This ain't got nothing to do with the enemy. He can't take anything that God has already given you. He, he can't do that. You can give it to him, but I'm not going out like that. I don't know about you, but I'm not going out like that. This has to do with endurance. How bad do you want it? Do not leave Jesus walking by himself. Come on, how bad do you, you want it? I know the middle is tough. I know it is. I know you want to give up. Can't. You can't. I'm not going to let you. Like sooner or later, you're going to be laughing for a whole new reason. Sooner and later, you're not going to be laughing with doubt. You're going to be laughing because the promise is finally your reality and you're walking in it. And you're going to look back on that middle and you're going to remember how God kept you. My God, you're going to remember how he had you. You're going to remember how you didn't even know how you walked through it. Like you're going to remember the faithfulness of our God. Watch what I tell you. I'm praying for you today. I'm praying that you do not lose heart. I'm praying that your faith would rise. I'm praying that you throw your head back and you laugh for a whole new reason. Not within yourself because you're doubting the facts and you're doubting what God is able to do with your facts. I pray that you laugh today harder than you've laughed in a long time because you come to the realization that God is fighting for you. That God has your back that he's already gone before you in every crooked place. He's making it straight. I hope you laugh today because you remember that every high place, God has already made it low. I hope you laugh today because you realize that the promises of God over your life are yes and amen. And that if God has told you no, that's just another way of him saying, I love you. If God has told you not yet, that's just another way of him saying, hold up, I got something better. Like, I hope you laugh today because you realize the promises of God are on your life and that you all you have to do is just grab hold to it. Don't lose heart today. I pray that your faith would rise. You got this. I have your back. I am praying for you. I love you and laugh today for a whole nother reason. Have an amazing week and I will talk to you next week.